Welcome to TomYoung.net Podcasts. I had a chance to tell a special story about a Ferrari 250 Pinafarina Coupe. Let's listen in. All right, so I'm sitting here with uh, David Eichenbaum. Hello, David Eichenbaum here with Tom Young. And, uh, you know, there's a story that I, I wanted to tell. It, it, it's about David's uh, PF Coupe. So I, I was looking for a car to, to rally with, with my dad, that would be eligible for various rallies. I, I hadn't, you know, ever done anything at, at, at the um, rallying level. And I was looking at the Colorado Grand, the Cal Melee, and these Mountain Melees, and all these rallies, all these things that have blossomed up, it seems, these soft adventures, or so to speak, over the past five years or so. And I wanted to do some with my dad, because my dad always did car things with me. And I was directed to Tom by a fellow um, focusing on a I also remember that we met. I mean, we met at, the, at Bill Tracy's house where... Yeah, for the where, year um, with the was, boxer. Yeah, was, yeah, and yeah, I, mean, I was looking for a rally car sure, that and, my dad and I didn't know that in. you were looking, but I remember meeting yeah. and, and um, you know, we kind of talked and, and I didn't yeah. realize that that was the plan, but it was a nice, you know, meeting. And, right, you know, we, we met face-to-face face before yeah, all and, this. So. And um, so I was focusing on a PF Coupe because I like Ferraris. You know, my dad liked Ferraris and liked cars in general. It's a big car. He was about 6'6 six, six when he stood up, and he was a tall guy. He didn't want to be cramped up in some car. And I figured it would be eligible for a number of rallies. It, it, um, it was uh, a two-seat car, you know, a V12, and a lot of nice features about it. And um, so I called Tom to look for a car. I thought he might have a line on one. I looked at a couple. I actually looked at four PF coupes, including the one that Tom found. So that's a that's a lot of PF coupes to look at, considering mm-hmm. how many mm-hmm. are left on the planet. And what had happened was the, yeah. the, the, the call started because David, you know, actually broke your leg. That was when you broke your yeah. leg, and you couldn't make it out to Monterey. Yeah. You had a car that you were thinking yeah. about buying. It was a car that I had actually worked on. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, it was being marketed. We were asked to just get it ready for auction. It was a red one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was going to go to auction. It was being auctioned, and he wanted my opinion about it since I had basically been the last person to work on the car. I thought it was a pretty good car. Yeah. But I think either I got the email late or somehow, but I had basically only gotten back in touch with David the day after the auction. So we right. missed the car. But at that point... You know, I realized that you were pretty serious. You, you, mm-hmm. you know, you were ready to pull the trigger last night right. on that car, right. and you know, I said, "Well, let me think a little bit, and let me think if I could come up with with somebody else." And you know, always whenever I get that phone call or, or that conversation, I'm racking my brain. Okay, PF Coupe, PF Coupe. Who do I know that's got a PF Coupe? Right. And I remembered, you know, this PF Coupe because I had this conversation with this gentleman, Ed Long. Um, about a year ago, and and it was a funny conversation because you know his email was cryptic about hey I really you know I have a PF Coupe I love your website, um, but uh, you know what do you think of this car and I, the way it was worded I almost thought it was he was asking what do I think do I how much is it worth does he want mm-hmm. to sell it so I kind of rolled back and said you know um, well how much do you do you think it's worth in today's market and he's oh no 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 I'm not I'm not trying to sell the car mm-hmm. although I thought of, you know because I'm th- thinking about it but right now I'm not going to sell the right. car so there was already this question of maybe he wanted to but then it became just this friendly conversation because he had some problems Ed, with Ed's the car a, and Ed's a very friendly guy Ed Ed was a very private individual he he he's the owner the previous owner of this PF coupe and um and he just likes to kind of make friends and talk about the car and he had it for 
38 years. Mm-hmm. 38 yeah. years, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the conversation yeah. that Ed and I had, yeah. which and was just talking I think, about that, yeah, that's the dialogue that you started great. with him, just talking about the heart and soul of the car, which is the long-term ownership. Yeah. And, make, yeah, and so I remember that car, and I said, well, you know, he wasn't really trying to sell back then a year ago, but, you know, I should give, give him a call. And I don't think Ed was really following up prices. And, you know, David had done enough research to know how much Pia Coops are kind of trading for. He had an idea of how much he had to kind of spend to get the car that he wanted. And I, and I said, well, you know, this is how it starts. Just give that a call. So I emailed him, called him, and said, look, you know, I might have somebody who wants to buy a car. I know you're not thinking about it, but, you know, he's in this range. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, this is probably somewhere where he, he would probably buy at. And and I think just because he hasn't been following the prices was like, well, that would probably make yeah. me think about selling the car. And at the same time, because I'm, you know, I'm not a broker and I'm not very comfortable with this type of dealing, because right. it's like I understand as an owner, it's it's your baby, and I almost right. feel like you're 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 taking the baby away from someone to say I'm taking. Especially this away. when it's someone who's had it that oh, long. Oh yeah. So know, so I, I said to David, I called David up and I said, okay, well, here's the deal. Um, here's a car. You know, be respectful to the guy. He's owned it for a long time. You know, if you if I'm going to bring you in on this deal. Um, you know, want to be gentlemen. Yeah, and don't right. don't dicker with him. You know, we agree to a price, and he's okay with it. You know, just be respectful to that mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to um, beat the guy up. Right. You know, and 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 if that's the case, then he's not going to want to do it. And and so, David was really interested in. Doing I was into it. that. I was into that whole idea and that philosophy, and um, that's the way that. I went ahead and approached right. it. And you also said yeah. you owned other Ferraris. It wasn't like you're new to Ferraris. You right. understand what it costs to fix it. We knew that there was right. deferred we maintenance knew, on we the knew, car. Yeah, we knew it would need work. Right. Yeah. So, but we knew it had good bones. We, So many of these PF coupes have been partially restored, 80s restored, you know, painted uh, in funny ways, interiors done. They have no documentation. They've been through seven, eight owners, you know. Right. Who knows how many owners. Um and uh, this one had a, had a lot of uh, a lot of its life story that came with it. It had its, right. its old Italian papers. It had its build sheet. It had documents from the first Italian owner. It had the documents of the serviceman who brought it across the. And pond. and when Ed showed me pictures, now I never had seen the car. It was out in in uh, in Oregon, and and um, I hadn't seen the car personally. But the pictures were just you know original interior, original mm-hmm. paint, original you know a lot of the details from what I could see is like wow, if this is. Pictures are deceiving, but at the same time, you knew that, you know, from his description, how many years he's had it, it's like, this could be a really cool, neat car, original weather stripping, you know, so so then um, I was actually heading to Goodwood, and David said that he he was going to um, go out there, and he was going to go out there with his dad and his mom, and the other thing that was kind of fun with all this was just like, when David told me about this, I said... I gotta help David because this is a really cool thing. It's, I mean, it was if a I could have cool, done yeah. this with my old man, like I was like thinking to myself, my dad was into cars, and it's yeah. like, and I said I can I can afford to do this, and and we're gonna go, and it's gonna be the boys are gonna go out, right? And, you know, tear up the roads with 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 this car. Well, then then you know that's a great story, and if I can facilitate that, you know that that's a that's a neat thing to do. It was so a, so yeah, it was it was, was kind of like thing. on top of just you know helping find a car and, and doing all this other stuff it was it was it was fun to be involved in this it felt like a good thing to so do so that, and that's what was nice about the whole the whole process you know my mission it was very important to me and tom picked up on that and and carried that and the the car has a lot of soul the car has its own life and personality and you put those together and it's a very organic um 
you know, intangible sort of energy that the whole process with this particular car had. So I went out to Salem while Tom was in Goodwood or around that period Mm -hmm. in August of 2008 with my mom and dad. We went to uh, the Willamette Valley um, via Portland. We had a great time. We we met Ed and Lynn Long, prior owners of the car. They made us sandwiches. We hung out with them. Um, We looked at the car, you know, it... uh, had been I sent it to be inspected at uh at um the the uh, Ron Tonkin and they didn't know really what to make of it but they said that it, you know it had never been chewed up too badly it had come back I drove the car briefly with Ed and he liked how I drove the car despite the fact that my leg had been recently broken in a mm-hmm. separate car accident <laughs> and um and and we made the deal we bought the car I had a nice trip I went to a few wineries with my mom and dad you know and. Uh, uh, the countryside was just beautiful, and Ed and Lynn, I think, were comfortable that their car was going to Tom and me, and um, the car went straight to Tom. Right. Went so, to so, so basically, you know, and and I guess to fill in, uh, I'm in Goodwood trying to check my emails, and I'm kind of yeah. like want to know did the meeting go well, and it was just real short email replies, which was like the meeting went well. Yeah. You know, we're buying the car, <laughs> and I and I, you know, I could remember being, you know, on the other side of the world, and just the smile for you. Right? Okay, yeah. that's good. You know, and on top of it, it was nice to be to feel. Like, David trusted me to say, yeah, and we're sending it directly to you and Francois, you know, it would be great because, you know, you've been part of this and I want you to continue to be part of it. So I was excited. It was like, you know, this is this is what I really, this is what yeah. I want to do. This, this is part of the whole uh, thing that I really enjoy doing is it's not just fixing the cars, but there's this whole process in which you can help people and you know it sounds hokey like dreams coming true but right. but this is this is this is it's, the meat of the of the, of the of the stuff <laughs> and and i and i really was just just loving it and and so the car comes over to 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 francois need work it did yeah. but man i looked at this car and i was like this is really neat it i mean a, the original a, paint a, the interior was like original it was like all this stuff there are a couple little things that were changed on the it car it was an untouched nothing, car it hadn't been messed you know, with you know the weather seals on this car yeah. were like soft and pliable i was amazed and and uh, so we started the process of fixing it i mean we you know there were things that you know we knew that were problematic the engine he had changed the head gaskets on the engine because of a leak and, and the oil or there were oil seals that he had changed and didn't install them correctly so they were leaking so you really couldn't run the car that well without a lot of oil dripping out you know Francois of course being uh, you know a mechanic for 40 50 years had all the tricks to, to do to help me and, and show me and we, we we fixed all those leaks he had some major um, seal leaks that were just been just lasting for 20, 30 years, and him trying to fix it without doing the inevitable, which was to take apart the rear axle housing mm. and, and yeah, Ed doing his own maintenance. He didn't have the facility or the shop right. to do. I think he had a lot of mechanical knowledge. He had raised dots and five tens and sure. so on and so forth, but he didn't have the, yeah. the manpower. And it just you know yeah. it just needed to be done. And David yeah. was very understanding about the fact that okay, we got to take the whole rear suspension apart. We got to then we might as well do the bushing seals. I mean the bushings on the on the springs, but it was. Just sent all the head. brakes out, and we did all yeah. the brakes, and just said, "Look, the, from our experience, the best thing, especially since we know that Ed hadn't done a thorough, thorough brake job, but the best thing because if you start from scratch, you then basically start from day one and not yeah. worry about something else failing a little bit further down the road." 
And we also knew that David was planning on taking this a car long on distance, a rally. Yeah, I mean, we were going on a long-distance rally. So I had registered the car um, while this process is going on. And as it gets talk, closer, yeah. and we started to say, well, yeah. how, long, how much time is it going to take? Well, you know, I can't tell you. We, it's going to yeah. take time. And we, we, you know, I know from being around the cars, you got to go. You can't have a number in mind. You can't have a day in mind. Mm-hmm. So the car is there from starts to be – it gets there in like August, September – and the car, the work is progressing. And then I go ahead and I decide with my dad. Tom's telling me about the work on his website, which is in, an incredible resource. Right, and, and it was great because, like, you know, car. David is in Florida. The car came from, from Oregon. We are in Connecticut. Um, you know, what, was, what was good was I was able to keep David updated with pictures and story and what I've always done, but with his car. And it became yeah. one of the feature cars that I was working on. So not only did David get to follow along, but everybody else got to follow along to, you know, to our for, benefit. For months. And this was, for, this was going on for months. And, and we went ahead and we were um, progressing nicely with the car. You know, I didn't have a date in mind. We were getting things, getting things uh, sorted, getting things put together. And we wind up um, settling. My dad and I want to decide we want to do this rally in October of 2009. Right, and we were getting close enough that we said, yeah. okay, it's kind of getting I, I think we can, we can do it. And it, yeah. it was probably about a year because it was just about a year. About take, a year. You know, you got to get This takes time, yeah. you got to send you got to send, send stuff out, out you know, come, you back, come you know. back, put them in, so you know. We, but we said, okay, I can, I can make that date. That, that's, yeah. that's pretty reasonable. But then what happened was when, when uh, we started to get into like August or so. I had never driven the car. We, except yeah. for, for with Ed for a half and, mile. And it, was, you know, it wasn't running. A couple things. One is I always feel like it's good to put a shakedown cruise just simply for David to get comfortable with the car, but also just for us to kind of work it through if there are any bugs or kinks that David wanted to fix or anything. So I said, well, look, let's let's come up to New York. We'll get the car, and and um, you know I'll, I'll put a little a little route that we'll drive, mm-hmm. and, and we ended up driving over to uh, to Paul Russell's shop, you know, and just drove from from uh, Connecticut, and David came up for a couple of days. Yeah. And uh, our, our friend Yale uh, Evelyn with his four headlight car yeah. came out with us. And, and that was a great, great run. Tom and I were together in the car a lot. You know, we clocked the car on GPS. We uh, drove it in night. We drove it in day. We drove it in traffic. And what was car great vapor was, locked yeah, on and, me well, that's the thing. That was, that was and, when yeah, it really paid off I, because, like, David and I, it's like he got to know where the light switches were. He knew how to stuck hold start. You know, and New right. England in September... You know, morning was frost on the windows, right. and then and then in the in the afternoons it would go to eighty degrees and stop and go traffic, and then we also had backcountry roads. So we really kind of experienced all the type of weather and, and experiences for David to understand how to start the car cold, how to start the car hot. And what I'll, I've also heard stories of guys getting cars where they go to these rallies. They, they, you know, the restorer delivers it the day of. They they've right. never driven the car, but they don't know how to clutch, how to slip the clutch. So the time that we spent. David and I, I kind would, of yeah. went through like, how should I engage the overdrive? Right. How should I, you know, what's what's this? Normal? How do we get the gauges to light up in the middle of the? Yeah, the, is the this gauge, normal? You know, you know this, my, what, what is? This. Can we get down to the fuel refill light without yeah. running out of yeah, gas? So I, I thought it was invaluable, <laughs> you know? and I, and I was know. hoping that David felt the same and way. And I did, and I do. There were a lot of those question marks that mm-hmm. weren't question marks when it was just me and my dad, right. who really aren't wrenches at all. And then, and then what happens is like, you know, we're stuck in traffic, and the car stalled. And I was with Yale at that time, and all of a sudden I get a call. From David, I'm stalled. I don't know what to do, and we spun around, came back, and I said, "It's probably vapor lock." Turned on the fuel pump, and it was ticking, immediately yeah, gone. And, and he says, "You know, yeah. well, just that there by itself, that, he said, was worth it because that if that happened yeah. to me, 
somewhere else I would not have known, and now it's experience. It's and we and we met great people up there that you knew, Tom. Yeah, we Gary met Hineker. Gary Hineker. And, and we Susie. met Phil yeah. um, with the three with the GTC four. Remember, he didn't have his car, but he met us at that little uh, yeah. yep. place by the wall. Yeah. Is that Phil? Uh, no, uh, oh Sam. No Sam. Sam, Sam yeah. met us with his, Sam Hallowell. Yep, right. He's yeah. the Northeast North, president. And, so and, it was. It's the uh, cool. All these car guys we got together. But these are all people you know, that I kind of know through the site and friends and customers or whatever. So it's yeah. just fun. It's like, hey, we're on the way. Oh, I'll meet you there at this crab yeah. shack and and uh, so it, it was, was a lot cool. of fun it was a lot of fun the car worked well and then we went ahead and we got it a car held together I don't think we had to do anything yeah, he had a little he afterwards. kept his little like yeah. hit list and he, he we, gave it to me we, and emailed we, it and, yeah. you know just do we need to fix this fix that you know, headliner was starting to sag a little bit but we said well there's nothing we can do about it now, now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we we put it on a truck and sent it on its way, and I and I had you know as always is you know the mechanic and, and restore your you got your fingers crossed it's like, okay right. I hope the car turns out okay and, and we send it off and and, Dave and, gets and the the, so the next time I see the car I rent a car I, I go up you know four or six weeks later or whatever with my dad to the rally we rent this little car we drive from Charlotte to where the rally starts which is in the hills of Virginia I don't remember the little mm. resort but. It's this little mountainous place, and the car is there. Um, it's hanging out, waiting for us, and we do the rally, and it runs flawlessly. It was a, it was it was a neat experience for a lot of reasons. It was me and my dad doing this thing that I figured we'd be doing a lot of, you know, with this car that was bought, prepped, tuned, and 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 made for this type of travel. There was a California Spider on the rally, which was fun to sort of joust with. The, the, the uh, Alpha TZ1. There were all these neat cars, Lamborghini Miura. And at the end of the rally, they have a dinner, and and the um, the rally organizer, um, uh, they have a little announcement. It's Gene, and it's her name. I forget his name, but they say, and they say, and they say something nice about everyone. And it was really nice. They, I don't think I've told you this, Tom. What they <laughs> said, what they said, you know, when they come to us, like, and for the doctors, Eichenbaum, my dad was very big about talking about. He was very proud of being an intern. He was an old-fashioned doctor, which is cool, you know. Mm -hmm. And he said, the doctor is Eichenbaum. You get this, we got a little, everyone gets a trophy. We got a trophy, a medium-sized trophy for almost zeroing out the rally. And he said, and I loved seeing you two in that Ferrari. Wheels everywhere, you know, smoke coming out the dual quad pipes, <laughs> being driven like God and Enzo intended. <laughs> That's great. That's and, great. Uh, it was great. It must have been a proud moment. It was a proud moment. The, you know, it, it's, it's like... It, it's the story that you know you guys set out to do. Right. You accomplished it, and you got the the kudos from other you know right. enthusiasts. The and recognition that it was that you right. Wanted. Like it was almost like the perfect it was the, you know summation of the whole process. That's right. And 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 the the really the bittersweet thing about it is my dad. My dad's had a cardiac history. He's had a hypertension hypertensive uh, history, and he died six weeks after the rally yeah. unexpectedly. You know, he was not a young man, he nearly 73, but he wasn't really elderly either, and he was active. And David and, was um, doing this, you know, it, it, the, the shock in the news was, was that, um, you know, David had called me after the rally, because I, of course, wanted to know how it went, and, yeah. and he was just I was pretty beaming excited. about it, and just, like, great time, you know, like, just yeah. can't wait to do more. He's submitting the car to other rallies and and, and, and all this, and it was just great. So I was going to take it to Cavallino shortly with right. my dad. And, and was it was, was kind of like, yeah. we just, okay, well, that was October, end of October, and I hadn't heard from David, and I was heading down to Cavallino as well, and about a week before, you know, I get a call from, from David, and, and, and he said, look, you know, I know you're coming down, but I wanted to tell you this, you know, um, before you came down, I didn't want to tell you, you know, have you find out in another way, and when he told me about his dad, I, I just... It was it was just a big hole in my heart because I, I it, you know, following the story and 
you know, you, you, we had such great highs in the story, yeah. and it was just it, it plummeted to the bottom. And and I, I, you know, you're, you're speechless because it's such a yeah, surprise. It's, and and, it's, and it's, David it's, knowing yeah. this, and I, and the thing about it is like. Because this relationship started probably a year before we even considered buying the PF Coupe, I had met David's father, right. you know, when he was at Cavallino, you know, and we met and talked and he introduced me. So, so I already knew, you know, the senior I could He knew, he knew our relationship. And, Tom saw yeah, our relationship. And, it was great. It was and, you know, I think really, everybody yeah. sees like a great father-son relationship yeah. and we all refer those to your own father-son relationship. So it's like, you know, that's wow, good, that's, a, that's yeah. a pretty neat, you it know, was, thing. It was, it was, so my dad was my first car guy and we had always went to these shows together, especially as I came back, um, from training and I got back home and and um and we did the started doing these car things together and um the uh you know, the, it's, a, it's a tacky thing, kind of, to, to say it's cheesy, but don't put it off. Yeah, the point oh, of absolutely. Do not absolutely. put it off. And, 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 you know, if I, if I had thought, geez, you know, what if I can, you know, maybe do the car so we can rally it next year, the year after, you know, I just spent right. all this money on this car. Don't don't put it off. Right. Do it if you love it. Right, Because it, it all doesn't, it all no, doesn't well, matter. No, David said something it to me. Matter, you David, know, I saw David picture. in person in, in uh, Florida and... Um, you know, it was, it was one of these things where I saw him, and, and you know, you, you really don't know what to say. And David said the, the, the best thing to, to kind of to break it to me. And he said, look, he goes, I just have to tell you something, that if you hadn't helped me find this in the time that I wanted to do mm-hmm. it, and then fix the car, and then deliver it, and then give it to me with my dad, we wouldn't even have one. Wouldn't even have one. So, so, so got, and, yeah. and, 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 like, when I heard that, it, it made me feel so much better to be able to say, well, well, it's true. It's like you, you sometimes don't get what you want out of life, mm-hmm. but you do savor the things that right. you do get. And, you get and, and you the get fact enough. that David got that one time with his dad, that he, he will live with him forever. And the fact that, you know, I was you know honored to, to be part of that and, and to have played a role in that and, and, and to make a big difference. And, you know, to know that his father, you know... The, at the end of his life, he had done the thing that he always wanted to do with his son. Yeah, you know, as, as parents, as me, as a parent, you know, I see those things, and and, and uh, you know, it just just really was a, a, a bittersweet, yeah. but yet the sweetness was there. And and and, and it's one of those things that I came to terms with mourning my dad's loss is. You have to be thankful for what you've got, not disdainful of what you don't get to do or don't have. And I'm very thankful to Tom, and I'm thankful for Ed for having the car, and I'm thankful uh, for my dad for doing the rally, even though I bet he didn't feel as good as he would have five years before. Never let on, you know. But right. but I'm thankful for all of that and getting right. to do what we what we can do. And this car lives on. I mean, that's, and, and that's, thing. And that's the next thing. The car, the car, my, my memories with the car live on. The car lives on. The car is going on to another chapter now. Mm-hmm. You know, people yep. really appreciate this car. Mm-hmm. They think it's very, a very special car. So it's gone back to Tom after Cavallino in January. I think in the summer I sent it back, mm-hmm. back to you because there were things that we hadn't done. The headliner was really becoming an issue with all the driving. And I don't think it had been driven nearly as much. It was really, Sagging onto my head while I was right, driving right. it after the and rally. Now the and the are both tall both guys, tall. so they're standing there with the, and then, with the and like, curtains hanging down and there. And then it began to pop the dome light out. It was sagging <laughs> so much. I had to put the dome light in the glove box so it right. pulled the dome light right. out of the socket. So, yeah, so, we, so we were able to do this. Yeah. And the other thing that was, you know, fantastically, we were able to save the headliner. We're not going to just, you know, yeah. restore this car. So our process is trying to save as much of the original equipment and original uh, details of this car as we can. And there will a, come a yeah. day in which we, we, we won't be able to save certain things, but we, we're trying our best, and, and that's the next step. The next step is to, to get it and take it to a national show and continue taking this car 
um, out and, and showing the world what an original car is. And and in use and now and, and, and using you know I'm gonna use the car sparingly. I'm gonna rally the car, you know, in the future. And uh, it, it's a it's a special car on so many levels, you know, even as just a, a just a material object. I could bring it to any uh, any uh, Ferrari gathering, I think people would appreciate oh, its originality, absolutely. you know. And then you dive into its history and its story, and even its fairly brief history with me and Tom over the past three and a half years or so. And uh, it's a very multi-faceted story, and that's that's why you look at these cars and you think of them really as objects yeah. of art, because art's art art is supposed to make you feel things. Right. And if you look at these old cars, especially the ones that aren't all dolled up and stripped of their right. of their of their history it's you know the you look at these old it's, cars it's, they make you feel things yeah. if you learn about them yeah because know? every every little nick and every little story there's a story behind every single right. little mark that's on this car and 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 the thing about it that i also have been saying that a lot of times you know like a history of a car when you when you buy a car it's like you know purchased in new york you know then then second owner moved it to chicago and but you know what those are just online items right. but what we just shared with you could just simply be a line item you know purchased in you know Oregon right. shipped, shipped to Florida you know owner yeah. in Florida okay yeah. but you know what? but there's so much more to that this, this, and this, this is a way to, to express and that's that that's what I love right. and that's what I want to do the more story of, it. of these, the, that's we just fleshed out a line item right exactly you know? that's what we did in the, in the last forty minutes that's right so uh, you know I hope you enjoyed it and uh, you know we'll hope to bring you more very good thanks for doing this thing with me David thank you nicely done Tom great very thanks. good that was I'm glad we did yeah. Thanks for listening to TomYoung.net Podcasts. If you'd like to record a future show or like to suggest an idea, feel free to contact me at Tom at T-O-M-Y-A-N-G dot net. Thanks for listening in.